Hey everybody, I'm Chad Eckert and that's Eric Martins, that's Josh Bennett, and together each Wednesday afternoon you'll find us cracking beers, clicking names, cheers. Cheers. Ooh, a little Coors Light today on a three o'clock on a Wednesday, Coors Light, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> it's like warm too, kind of. <laughs> Hey, it's in my beer fridge in my office. It's the only one I got here at Edina Realty's 50th in France office. I'm a realtor. I'm Edina Real Chi, Chad H. Eckert Chi. Quagnus is here. He's Eric Quagnus Martins. You got Jish Hello. Swish. You okay? That's me. Everything you need to know about the Sony Open. Ready for it? Quagnus, time me. It is Let's in go. Hawaii. Honolulu. It's going to be windy. Maybe perhaps try a AM PM wave. It's a Bermuda course. It's a full field cut event. Last year's winner was Si Woo Kim. Driving distance may is not important, may not be as important as driving accuracy. Approach players dominate this course. JT owned it in his prime. Chris Kirk, cash game Kirk, came through last week. He is trying to become one of seven island kings who have won both events harris english also trying to become an island king this week <clears throat> 38 players in fact played last week choose one of those players that's what i'm being told the Do you know why chad no because this is the fastest two minutes shut up so okay, highest sorry. ranked player in the field this week is maddie fetzi's eighth in the owgr despite the fact that owgr is worthless <laughs> he uh is one of 10 major winners here it's a decent field Will Z, Willie Zalatoris is back. He played the hero, but that's not a real event. So he kind of used that as a practice. We haven't seen him since the match play. And at the time, he was eighth in the world. Now he's like 58. Gary Woodland also back in the action here after having brain surgery. Not everyone knows about that, apparently. Weird. <laughs> Five out of the 10 that made it from the DP World Tour. Did you know the DP World Tour is giving away PGA Tour cards? Five of them are here this week. There's a guy named Bjork, something called Hissatuni, Bobby Mack, Pavon, uh, Lamacki, Valamacki. Huh. I don't know any of these names. I know Bobby Mack. But there's also rookies. There's like 15 of the 36 rookies are here. Uh, there's chalk forming. The chalkiest formed lineup this week. Quagnus, write it down. Okay. Henley, Harmon, Putnam, Todd, Svensson. Oh, wait, no, that's not the most. No, just kidding. That's not the most chalky lineup. Those are the most chalky humans. The most chalky lineup is Henley on Siwoo, Brendan Todd, Svensson, and Putnam. You're going to use Svensson and Putnam? So is everybody else. You want somebody that no one wants? Well, take Will Z like me or Hideki. Nobody wants him anymore. Jaeger, Norin, Mitchell, Horschel, Wallace. Who would want Wallace? He's bad. He is a clown. <laughs> I like the free squares, Henley, Harmon, and Kirk, maybe, or Svensson and Putnam. Can't put them all together, though. Everyone's doing that. The solver, they want you to take Russell Henley and pair him with Harmon, Siwoo, Putnam, Griot, and Hubbard. Huh. Number one in Josh's model, Ludwig. Yes. Wow. There you go. So why don't they like – what was I – last week, you're supposed to be – you're supposed to have played last week. Is that what you yes. said? Yes, yes. Why do you want? Why do they want to? It's, play 10, it's like play. ten out of eleven or nine out of eleven. I think it's nine out of eleven that the uh, the winner of the Sony had played the century, and not necessarily played great, but they just played. 
right? I think, I think that's, that's what I saw too. No, no, we don't need to do this again this year. We did this last year. Remember, we, we did. I explained why last yeah. year. Would you like we me had... to explain again why? No, Chad? no. Okay. Good players played at the tournament of champions. No way. Good <laughs> players are coming here on this shit field and playing better normally. Makes sense. But also, hey, what does uh? <clears throat> what do we know? Anything? No, we don't know anything. Josh apparently knows things. He's at buymeacoffee.com slash jish swish. Yes. Six bucks a month. On that site, you can find things. But on this site called The Solver, I'm going to sort by ownership projections. Because what we know, we know you need um, <clears throat> to track the weather. I'll do that in a second. But you also need ownership projections. And like I mentioned, well, I guess I didn't mention the solver. Here's their top guys. Quagnus, how do you feel about Russell Henley coming in as the most owned name? He's 5% more than Brian Harmon. They're both over 20%. Andrew Putnam definitely getting over 20%. Brendan Todd, what? But Svensson, I could see he's cheaper. Was he 7,300? Uh, I'm pretty sure our guy Joe Idoni is on Svensson this week. I would be shocked uh, if he wasn't. Yeah. What do you think about that, Quagnus? Russell well, Henley, is he in your lineup? Well, I was big on Henley last week, and he basically missed the cut if there had been a cut last week. So <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a little concerning. But this is definitely one of these tilt situations where it's like, all right, I'm not playing Henley anymore. And then boom. So. Boom. Yeah, so I think I will go back to that, actually, going against my sort of natural instinct to fade people that screwed me the week before. It feels like a Harmon Henley Kirk is like the free squares of the week. I would love that. I'll start my, all my lineups with that. Wow. For fun. Why not? Yeah, okay, what else can I share? Uh, I, okay, so I talked to my pilot friend about wind. Okay. Because I'm told that you need to consult the wind. <laughs> more than the weather itself i want to do the right thing <clears throat> and so i'm also on windfinder and apparently maybe windfinder is for poor people is what i'm being told so then maybe we need to like buy a service so then i went to my pilot friend and i was like what's up with wind and how do i track it and he was like sure so i told him i'm going to windy.com because there's another site called windy.com and he's like oh yeah some of my pilot friends use that he says that the wind is usually you know predictable within 24 hours 48 hours is a little less predictable i'm not going to even ask josh if he thinks the weather is predictable at all but the weather is not what are we looking at for thursday is a bump in the wind you see this green square wow. yeah between 11 and 2 excuse me oh boy um would that is that the afternoon then i mean yeah. Is that wait? Is that our time or their time? Their local, time. local, local time. time. Um, I mean, I think, I that's think the that's afternoon. like the end of the end of the like the late group in the morning, and then so, like the Josh, beginning of the. So I think it hits both, but well, not what, everybody. They're not going to be able to finish the full first round tomorrow. No, that's correct. So we already know that there is a potential like incentive for the golfers to play as slow as possible and wait for the gusts to die down because they can just tee it back up on Friday morning before. The yeah. I think the later groups on Thursday will probably play really slowly. Yeah. And then they can wake up and they can play right before everybody gets off at exactly. 8 a.m. or whatever. And it's With nice greens. As we know, 
early in the day, everybody puts better because nobody's trampled on the greens. We could we could see some hilariously long rounds in on Thursday afternoon. Huh. Or what happens is like, hey, let's all go AM PM, and then the PM people actually get called off the course. Yeah, exactly. if there's yeah. an actual problem that has happened before, yeah, and then they're given the best conditions actually. So then the PM people who are supposed to play into these terrible conditions, hey, you know what? We'll start your round at 5 p.m. You only have to do two hours, and then you just do it in the morning, where it's the calmest of the whole three days. So consulting wind, yes, of course, do that. Maybe you go to windy.com. Maybe you uh, pay for a service. The only thing I'm paying for this season, I already canceled my subscription to the solver. <laughs> um, I got $5 for bet spurts, so I – Loaded five bucks into an app and was given access to bet spurts, which I'm already not sure I care too much about anyway. But I mean, they're not paying me to do that or say that. Uh, I'm the only thing that I'm paying for. Where is it? I got to pull it up. Is buymeacoffee.com slash. Yeah. Do now, that. Doesn't want me to show you every name, but I could show you that Ludwig von Eberg. Oberg. You see, I, I fixed his name this time. It doesn't look fixed on it mine. It doesn't have the. It doesn't have like the thirty-seven uh, periods. Oh, oh, yeah. I suppose you did. I, 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 you asked me to do that, so I did that. Well, chalk. Russell Henley is second in Jish Swish's model this week. Ooh. The biggest shock is always Maddie Schmid, but that's not a shock anymore. And you know who else isn't a shock? Nate Lashley is always in his model. It's not true. That's not true. No, he was. A staple in it for a long time. Then he was really bad and he was gone. And now he's back. <laughs> Lashley. <laughs> yeah, Lashley's terrible at golfing. According yeah. to Josh's model, he's like 10th. What do you mean? I think he he's okay at the Sony. Hold on a second. He finished 7th last year. Yeah, oh, God, and your Chad. model told us to click him. Okay, so what else? Because your model doesn't have everyone in here. Why not? Where's Will Zalatoris? He's not A. He's N.A. He hasn't played in forever. Oh, fuck this model. Yeah. <laughs> With. Why would you why would you want to look at stats of somebody that hasn't played in six months? And somebody that basically has a brand new back and swings differently. We don't know oh. how good he hits it anymore. He probably doesn't even hit it the same. Will Zalatoris is going to be the GPP play of the century this week. Oh, he's on my team. Yeah, five percent. Definitely on my team. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's get back to the notes Boiler. here. Let's make sure we're going in order here. Oh, Quagnus. <clears throat> no one knows anything. That is correct. Quagnus, has a golf tournament ever played out how it was predicted to play out before? Of course. Where? When? I mean, check out any week. It's always whatever the highest price name. That was in first, and then and then you just... Yeah, power ranking. Small. No, I mean, like, other than the 2019 Masters, where we knew Tiger Woods would win, I mean, that was pretty obvious. <laughs> Uh, no golf tournament has ever gone as predicted. Athlete performance in general is unpredictable, especially in golf. So how can we use this to our advantage, Quagnus? Well, when the public, the betting public, who we remember is bad at predicting, when they have too much confidence in a play or a player, groupthink has stifled these people's opinions and a, uh, their ability to think creatively and for themselves. We pivot. We pick differently. We create unique rosters. Which leads to my next point is that ownership is important in overall roster construction. Yeah, sure. You probably do need one of the chalk names. Last week, I think everybody over 10% was good. Uh -huh. It was weird. 
chalk forms on good names, particularly because they're underpriced or some for some reason or whatever. So you got to use some of the popular names, but it's about picking and choosing between those people. So what do you do? You got to look for the guys that are hot, but you got to look for the guys that nobody likes, or you got to look for the guy that likes wind, but for some reason, no one's taking them in a wind fest. We're looking for differences. We're trying to be uh, smart and contrarian. And that's, that's the key is to be a contrarian smart guy, but not with every single roster spot. Mm. Coagna is determining the right chalk to fade and the ones to own. That's the name of the game for DraftKings. What else matters, Quagnus? Well, on the on the previous point, don't ask me for, for advice on on that. No, because you just click all chalk. It seems I don't know. What are you giving advice to the average Joe like myself who doesn't have uh, what's the name of that thing that you just uh, the, the, uh, the solver? solver? Yeah. What do we? What do we? How do I know who's chalk? <laughs> uh, I guess yeah, that's a good point because we don't actually know because this is just projected chalk, and then oh. people pivot off of projections. Now I don't care necessarily about if it's chalk or not. Whatever, just just take one clown, like we always say. Or you know what you got to do is you got to find the right contest to enter Quagnus because then you can play whoever you want. If you're in a contest with only like a couple hundred people, you got to beat. If you're in those giant millie makers with a billion people well of course you can't click the same chalky four names as everybody else but i think you can more or less in smaller uh gpp ish contests um also constructing your roster and using a 6k name quagnus could be the differentiator do you know why people want to use 6k names and why that helps well it gives them money to, to click their favorite guys up top i assume Correct. So you're already going to get less ownership on the 6K guys because that's scared money. And then not only are you going to get a low owned 6K name inherently, is that it's going to allow you and free up dollars to spend on better players. Uh, and what do we know about scared money? That I play with scared money? Usually. You don't make money, <laughs> Eric. Um, money don't there's money. also, hey, think of this potential thing okay if you're in those gpps the ones that you don't really 10th or 20th place it's gonna be just as bad as 300th so like we're going for the tippity tip top of those gpps so what you want to do is you want to be in the money less but more profitable when you are in the money i'm not trying to get in the money get the min cash martin style going but then never have a chance to actually take it down i'm trying to get into these giant gpps where I'm either going to win or go home or I'm going to have at least a chance or I'm going to be bad because I don't want to be in the middle anymore. That's what I've been doing for five years. It's terrible. So I want when I get in the money, when I make my money, I want to make a lot of money. So there's these people out there that make lineups that actually produce more money, but they're actually cashing less times throughout the season. Does that make any sense? It really does. So you're smart. I, I guess I figured it out. So when I'm making my GPP lineup, when I'm, when I'm using the solver, I'm solving it. And then I'm going to make the lineups that are going to have differentiations. And then I'm going to make them wild and definitely stupid so that they're not scared. Should we go through the pricing? Yeah, sure. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Chad, would there be a difference between rolling a dice or using your brain to pivot? No, I did do that poll today about brain or heart. I know. I saw that. I voted because heart. I can't. I can't decide if I would prefer to lose trying to be smart with my clicks 
or I would rather lose on the guys that I like. Cause I ran into this problem last week where I said, Oh, my heart is on him, but my head knows that this is maybe not a good idea. And then, so on some of my lineups, I went without him and some of them I went with Cameron young and, and then some of them I did use him and the ones, I mean, ultimately like I'm not good at DraftKings, so it didn't matter in the end, but I would have rather been bad with him on my team. I think. Yes. Instead of fading him. So this week, maybe you go with the guys you are in love with, with your heart. Cause you're going to lose anyway. Think about that. Um, definitely use a 10 K guy, but maybe don't use the gala. Aberg, Oberg, Ludwig. He's there at 10, five Hatton, 10, three fits 10, two. Uh, can you just use both these two Hatton and Fitz? Oof. Quagnus, did you start with a 10 K name? No, I didn't. I said that earlier. Whoa. So you went Harmon Henley. And Kirk, it's between those three. Shut up. You went these three? Well, you got 7,000 left, so I got to take one out. Of, it'll probably be Birdie Bryant is what, is what my gut said. Hmm. So you're going to go back to Kirk? And Henley. Back to Henley and – well, I'm not going back to Kirk. because No, well, Kirk won is what I'm saying. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I love to chase the guy that's won. It's been a, it's been a staple of my – I actually was, I almost DM'd our friend, uh, Justin McMahon. Cause remember when last year he was back on Glover and we're all like, are you sure you want to go back on Glover? And then he won again. Oh yeah. I was like, is this the same situation for Kirk here? Cause yeah. technically Kirk fits the course here better. Oh, you know, here, here's what I thought is that we really don't have to worry about him. Like partying too much from his you know big win you know his family wasn't even there and he's you know he's just on to the next like he's just grinding out winning we know he's not partying he's not gonna be he's gonna be in the same mental state uninjured yeah. by you know alcohol i guess that's what i mean compared to if uh hatton had won or something or like yeah that. exactly Okay, so uh, Quagnus is going to skip the 10K range, which I think is a terrible idea. I think you got to go with Ludwig, or you got to go with Hatton, or you got to go with Fitz. Why can't I scroll up to Ludwig? All right, there we go. Okay, so uh, Josh, then did you go with your tippity tip top, your model guy? Ludwig? I did this time, yeah. Okay, good. Because I don't really like, well, I guess I like Hatton. I like playing Hatton a lot all the time, but um, it was only $200, so I figured I'd just go with the model guy. Otherwise, I don't really like Tigal too much, especially at 10K. Oof. And then no, um, no, yeah, that's weird. Seventy six hundred dollar Tigala last week was like seemed like a free square almost. Yeah, I mean, he's a uh, we. I've said this a lot. I don't really know what he's good at, but I know he's good at making cuts. But so, that's not good enough at 10K. At 10K, you got to be like contending. I was almost going to screen grab that bunker shot the Gala had where it was like up against the lip and then he did this full swing and it like hit this thing and it went right at the hole. And I was like, dude, this is just like what he does. He's a Spieth junior in his creativity. And so like that stat guy like you doesn't like this, the Gala. No, I don't. It doesn't, he doesn't pop in any models. No, Josh, Josh, I, I can tell you what he's good at. The stats, they're, they're, they're right here. According to fantasy nationally, he's, consistently gains strokes on approach around the green and putting. He's just bad off the tee, except for the last five weeks, he's actually been gaining off the tee. So I think it's interesting that you're, you're bailing on Tigala. I've, I've always said, I don't, if you just watch him play, 
nothing about his game really sticks out, you know, like, like a, like a Spieth, for example, like his short game and his putting. That's the first thing you think about. If you think about Thigala, what do you think about? I don't know. Nothing. I can't think of anything. No, he does. He does spray it a little more, like Quagnus is kind of alluding to there. But he does have a unique swing. I guess you could think about that. But as far as like what he's actually really, really, really good at, I got no clue. So that's why I always say that. And I, I honestly think it's. He kind of explained this when he first came out of college that like, in he's just so competitive and he like likes to win and he just finds a way to do it. And apparently in college he was doing the same kind of stuff where. Like he gets into trouble, gets out of trouble and finds a way. And like, he kind of just, that's, he's a scrambler. Maybe. I don't know. Can that be possible? Yeah. Could be, yeah, for sure. Now, uh, if you're going to go in the nine K range, you're going to go with some chalk here, but these are good clicks. Uh, Harmon and Connors and Cole and Henley and Kirk. Like what the hell? How do you talk crap about Poston? I mean, I can't talk bad about any of these names. Maybe I have one of the, might have the best course history of anybody in the field. 12-11, 12-3. Who? Connors. So are you clicking Connors? Are you pairing Ludwig with no, Connors? No, I'm not. Well, who are you playing? Zal Torres. Nice. Remember? Remember I Why? said that? Well, I predicted the pricing. I predict the pricing Sunday nights when I get time to do that. Uh, and I thought he'd be $8,800. I don't know, 93 It seems a little high, but I guess... Based on the press conference that I watched, because he did his own interview process thing, little conversation with somebody or people. I've watched those over the years. Let me pop this comment up because it made me laugh quick. I did. Thigala's good at doing laundry without a laundry basket. (laughs) He learned it from Netflix. That's that's pretty funny. Sorry sorry for interrupting, but that made me laugh. No, I think while Will Zalatoris... Quagnus, we've done, I used to post the interviews or like I used to take the screen grabs and then they stopped showing the interviews. So we only got the transcripts. Remember this? Okay. Yeah. For a long time, DJ would say the funniest shit and it would go viral for the fantasy golf pod uh, Twitter page. So now I'm not able to watch. And then so reading, it's not as cool. And everyone posts the transcripts like, oh, look what Zalatoris said. And so this time around, I'm like, they do have a feed on there with the, like a link and it's rare that it, it, I'm there at the time that it's streaming or whatever. I don't know. It's never worked for me. Right. And it somehow worked for me. So I was able to watch the whole thing. And we've seen Jason day say he hasn't been able to practice and he's rusty. And then he goes on to win. So we've <laughs> seen the liars. Yeah. <laughs> we also, we, but I think you need to trust what they say. A lot of I times agree. they're going to tell you, the truth, I feel like more than yes, you're not part, like, yeah. why would he say things like Tiger's great at under uh, under promise over deliver guy, but most golfers just say what's going on. So yeah, I feel like what they can, cause there's no advantage or disadvantage to, to their opponent to lying. Be- right. Yeah. Cause the, the opponent can't play defense. The course can't play defense. If the, like if the people that set up the course, hear them, like they, it changes the same for everybody. So there's no, advantage or disadvantage to not telling the truth about things right and so it's also strange why they just don't have a fucking injury report (laughs) why just tell it doesn't matter just tell us you know yeah Yeah. so no so 
again, he did kind of admit that he would be a little rusty, you know, playing for $10,000 for a putt is not the same as playing on the PGA tour and putting on the PGA tour. So like he did admit there are some things you cannot replicate, but I think ultimately the doctors are saying he's okay. He went through the hero, which gave him feedback on what he needed to do over the last few weeks. So based on what he's saying, I think he could be easily back to the same 10 K golfer and compete. And I wouldn't be surprised if he top tens or top fives. I put money on both. Wow. So I'm on Zelikovich guy. $5 on his top five. Okay. Uh, And I think I got $16 on 66 to one. So if Will Zalatoris wins this tournament, I'm cashing a comma. Hell yeah. (laughs) But I guess Poston's here. Kirk's, I mean, my God, how do you, I'm not going to play scared money in my GPP. So I'm going to go maybe even a hundred percent Will Zalatoris. Wow. Jeez. I don't care. It's $20. Okay. Now, Hideki, though, at 9000 is that overpriced? Quagnus, can you stomach a Hideki for 9 k He's falling off. I took a flyer on him on one lineup out of five last week, and it really didn't work out too well. Oh, look at that. He basically missed. He actually missed the cut. Is that dead? <laughs> oh, yeah. He mentally gave Jeez, up. That was bad. <laughs> he did, yeah. Okay, okay. Can, then let's go to the 8K range. We're already 15 minutes into this. Jesus. And don't, don't you have to leave, Josh? Yeah, at some point here. Okay, so in the 8K range, you have last year's winner, but you also have Ben on, who now is an elite golfer showing up in optimal lineups. Because he hits it farther now, Chad. Because That's he why. ate steroids for like a whole year, remember? He did. Good for him, though. Yeah, it worked out great. He learned his swing yeah. speed. So should we go Ben on or Siwoo Kim in the 8K range? Or is there a better option, Quagness? Who do you got in the 8K range? I mean, I'm a fan of both of these guys. Um, I did look at Ben on, and he had a really wonderful putting uh, tournament last weekend, which Uh-oh. everybody knows that doesn't happen too often with him. No, we want bad putting in for the next Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love to click Ben on. I was a little disappointed I didn't get him last week. But, yeah, and then there's Siwoo, who played pretty decent last week. Yeah. So Neither? I, I, I'd have to flip a coin then. I'd probably see Wu just because of the putting with Ben on. I don't like that. Okay. So Andy's got the course history. Your oh, recent yeah. form course history guy. What about in the middle of the range? You have Cameron Davis disappointed people last week. You have Denny McCarthy digging in the Denny dirt. Wasn't Denny like on the verge of getting his first career win at the, in the fall swing. Like we've seen a lot from Denny's 84. Does that feel good to you? Cause this is kind of a course that fits Denny McCarthy. Jish. I I'm go I only got one guy, maybe two in here. And my guy's Justin Rose. Okay. Yeah, me too. And maybe well, Ke- my other guy's maybe Keegan, but Justin Rose is my guy. Eighty two hundred yeah. seems kind of wild for Justin Rose in this field. Um well as long as he plays his own ball, he should be okay. Oh, that yeah. was a wild story. <laughs> right. And then I was I forgot who was it? Uh what was the dude's name that he played his ball? Um, Taylor Moore. Is that who it was? Did he really play someone else's ball? And yeah. I thought he yeah. just played a random ball. I didn't know. No, I think he played. Ta- I think it was Taylor Moore. I think he played his ball and then everybody's mad at Taylor Moore. <laughs> Something like that. That's a classic. Taylor Justin Ro- Justin Rose gets away with everything. He remember he withdrew while he was in contention in the final round with like. So his guy had to play alone. Remember that? He's a weirdo. But Justin Rose played really well round four. 
So coming in off that momentum, didn't he have like 12 under on round four? Yeah, it was Taylor Moore. <laughs> Sorry. Cool. How, how did the strokes gains uh, compensate for that that strange penalty that he incurred? Yeah. Hmm. They probably don't. Well, yeah, actually, I don't know how they would. No, they wouldn't account for it because it wasn't a technically a swing or a shot. Yeah, but he, he lost strokes. Dude, you're asking how strokes gained is ruined by <laughs> some other random thing that happened? Like, oh, my gosh, add them all up. We're not really strokes gained st- stats people. We are making the cut people in a cut event, and Steven Yeager's here, and he's the cut-making machine. So if you want a free square at for your cash lineups, $8,100 Jaeger. Okay. No. Or you go into the 7K range and you find my favorite play in the 7K range is at the top of the 7K range. It is not Brendan Todd. It is Alex Noren. Hmm. I don't understand where the where there's no love for Alex Noren. I think this dude was, when we first started doing the podcast, flirting top 20 in the world, right? And he had a decent offseason. He had a good offseason. He had a couple top fives. He come didn't he played in a tournament where there was wind and he was like getting off on it. Was it the Bermuda? And was he second? Yeah, second. Yeah. So if it's gonna be windy, let's go with Alex Norton. I like that. Or Cash Game Cooch is here. He likes the course. Mm-hmm. Or is he did he did he like it? Because like Kevin Kisner liked it. Webb Simpson liked it. Not until t- they don't. Yeah, until they're <laughs> old men. It makes me nervous. I don't know. I guess I could do Glover too, because he did play well last week and putted poorly. That's the Glover is high on the uh the dish model. Or Tom Hoagie, Quagnus. Who's your favorite name in the seven K range? Well, you mentioned a couple of them, Matt Kucher. I was looking at. I think you do make a point. We we never know when that streak comes to an end last last year i did play some web how could he miss a cut he's never missed a cut bam missed the cut so, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no and hoagie uh what wasn't awful last week i was I, I don't know if i saw him actually swing i mean 38th it is what it is but yeah hoagie you know this is he this is when he starts to heat he's had a decent finish at the sony this is before his before he won the um Pebble Beach was it Pebble? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was closest was at Sony. Yeah, back in 2018, he had a third. Okay. So yeah, I mean he's he's he, maybe he's got fond memories of the place still. Um, the names that people are gravitating towards are Adam Svensson at seventy seven hundred dollars, and then you have Andrew Putnam at seventy five hundred dollars. Who before I found out he was chalky, I was telling my friend that bets and doesn't really know anything about golf. I'm like, you should put a Bet on Andrew Putnam. Why? What? Uh, he's got the little bit of that do factor. Likes Bermuda. Good putter. Guy plots it along. 7,500 seems fair. He's 55 to 1 or so on the betting market. But here's what I who here's what revealed Putnam's name to me. I'm looking through the odds overall to win, and he's like 18th or 19th. But then when you go to the top five odds, he's like seventh. Mm. Huh. So I'm like, oh, this is how you find your cash game plays, is that you go to Vegas and you ask them, who's more likely to top five than they are to win? 
And Tottenham <laughs> is one of those guys. <laughs> so it kind of like was like, oh, maybe he's a good safe click at 7,500, which is funny to say safe and DraftKings at the same time. Right. Where do you find those odds? I'm on a site called betonline.ag. My guy, Dave Mason, he's on Twitter and uh, he runs the sports book and it's uh, offshore. So illegal in Minnesota. Oh, I got paid out in Bitcoin. Remember that one time? No, I didn't know it was Bitcoin. Jeez. (laughs) Yeah. Had to convert that. Okay. So Billy Horschel's here. Emiliano Grillo. You got other names. There's people you have never heard of as well. This is Dumont de Charzon. Charz- oh, yeah. Chazart. Chazart. Apparently he's somebody. Do- Quagnus, do we do this on January 10th of the season? Go after $7,300 Dumont de Charzart versus like other names that have won tournaments and are good golfers? You got to think he's going to be like 1% owned. No, people like to do this to themselves. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, do so you think it's going to be more than 1%? Once we check the uh, solver, yes, 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 I love the solver. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Adrian Dumont. Du- De- oh yeah, <clears throat> less than two percent. Jeez, careful okay. there, Quagnus. One percent owned. I said that. that yeah, not owned at all. I don't know. I just yeah. have heard his name a few times. Uh, so maybe you go to him, or you go to EVR. Do you like EVR this week? Jish Swish, 72? Always, always EVR, no matter what. Whatever you think is right, it's wrong or right. <laughs> well, you're dumb. <laughs> I didn't know where he's going. Your I didn't dumb either. model has him, like, fucking last. That's okay. Okay, cool. I'm going to ignore your model because I'm playing EVR. Now, Same. I am well, I still pay for the solver, right? Cause I'm paying for it until it's done. I bought a month of the solver and I got a few weeks left of it. So I did ask it to do some favors for me and project a lineup based on names. I liked. Okay. Let's see. Them. It gave me, am I showing the DraftKings thing? Yes. yes. Okay. Sorry. I was looking at my notes. Uh, now it allows me to choose between Hatton and Fitzpatrick. That's my interpretation because it gives me 10, three Hatton. But I think I could just pivot back down to my house bet, which is Fitzpatrick. But either way, I'm going to say. Nice house bet. Hatton. Who did it tell me? Denny. Jaeger. Oh. Norin. Mm. Now, again, uh, we're not hashtag not experts. So please do not copy us. And then also don't worry about it because you're not going to want to. Ruin. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? You know what's going to happen? Jaeger's going to win one of these events here because I played him damn near every event last year, <coughs> and he never won. Yeah. And now I'm not going to play him for a couple weeks, and he's going to win one. Well, uh, one of the touts on the internet talked shit about uh, Jaeger this week, so it's he's probably going to win. Because he could, oh said he can't win, he can't yeah, close. Yeah, he's like, why do I like Jaeger? He's not a closer. No, let's see. God, I hate that. <laughs> That's the worst. Oh, thing. I could go Cole and I could skip the di- uh, the 10K range with my lineup, putting Cole in there because I want Zal Torres. But I also want Fitzpatrick. Problems. Um, yeah, so I probably don't, I, ca- I can't take, take Chalk Putnam in, with my GPP life. Oh, Eckroat. Because his name is Eck. <laughs> and my name is Eckert. <laughs> Don't do me, bro. Uh, but do get into this contest. It is two dollars. 
is uh, already got 59 entries. Last year or last week, it got to like 70 something. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll fill it up. Yeah, I'm in there. Quagnus is also getting in there. He said, I'm just no, I'm already in. I'm not in there. Actually, Josh needs to get in. Uh, what else do you want to see? Are you going to play Gary Woodland? Did we talk about that already? I wasn't paying attention. No, I just yeah. mentioned that people didn't know he had brain lesion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow. Uh, now, the 6K range is your most important range every single week. That Something's wrong with my stupid internet. That's right, still working. Okay. Uh, Palmer, K.H. Lee. Last year, K.H. Lee was coming into this event as like one of the more popular names. You know who else was popular? Who was it? Ben Taylor. Okay. Remember Ben Taylor? Yeah, do, yeah. He was like $6,700 and ended up like 12% owned and was fourth in the tournament. He was like 67, 6,800 for most of the tournaments he was in. 6K is actually really, really low. That's the thing is like pricing is an illusion as much as it's power ranking. Another name, Norm Jong. We've heard of him before. You got Grayson Murray's down here. You got Carson Young. Carson? Carson. I, th- I, think, I'm out on, I think I'm out on uh, Carson Young for a while. What about a cootie combo? Are they good? I don't know. I don't they were. Uh, Will Zalatoris mentioned that he's, he's friends with them. I think they went to the same college. I forget. Okay. Cool. One of them he said is more artsy, and the other one's more mechanic, or mm. something like that. I is this going to be a one. situation where uh, with it's a woo woo? The woo brothers, where we're, yeah. we're like, we don't know which one's which, so we'll just play them both. Yeah, they're both here at yeah, six. Oh, the <laughs> it's so funny. DraftKings <laughs> is the same as us. They're like, oh, we don't know either. Bunch of assholes. Um, now, so do we want to camp champ this week, or is that too scary? No, he's a no, 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 no. Of no, course, no. no, no. So we no. are right in that you do want driving accuracy. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think accuracy matters. So the 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 length doesn't matter because Carson says hello. Carson, that's how, says, he, that's how he says hi. He can't Carson. say hi yet, so he just fucking screams. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think accuracy or distance really matter too much because they the ball goes so far that they all just kind of roll into wedge range. Hmm. So they're all just hitting what like some will hit it from 130 and some will hit it from 100, which it which matters, but they're all hitting wedges. So that's why it doesn't really matter because they all hit wedges. But you don't good. want a Thagala or a champ because they could spray that one drive and that's two strokes and goodbye. I mean, the driving accuracy percentages aren't like crazy like the bad drivers only hit like one or two more bad than the accurate ones okay so i don't think one or two that could cost somebody the cut it could totally it could cost them win also they could also drive it good exactly that's the thing i like i remember one time hovland they were like oh god hovland can't play this course he'll hit it everywhere and i'm like but what if he doesn't and then he fucking won that's an Eric Cole argument too. Yeah. If you're gonna play, if your thought is that you're not playing somebody that hits it off the planet, you should. The first X you should take is Eric Cole. You should not even think about him because he drives it crazily. He hits it so far off the planet. Ooh, maybe that's a good fade then. 
Um, Ryan Moore is playing the best golf of his career. Is that that's not true? I he tried to find here. a better stretch of Didn't golf. He? I just literally tried. I'm like playing Ryan Moore, I guess. Wait, didn't he win a major? No, I'm thinking about somebody else. No, Ryan Moore is not great at golf. Back in November, though. Which is what? 40 days ago? I'm thinking about Jimmy Walker. <laughs> no, yeah. Ryan Moore. I don't know. Somehow Ryan Moore found it. I don't it's not well, what me about, telling you. Did he? What, what about that? I mean, hey, so Ryan, but he's he's played this place four times. He's never made the cut. And there's a guy that's right next to him that's played it twice and got a second and a 12. Hayden Buckley. Yeah, see, I don't believe his course history as much as you do, though. Oh, well, that's going to be a problem for you this season. Another name. <laughs> <laughs> what about Patrick Rogers? P. Rog. Um, he, he played last week, right? Yeah, isn't he good? I saw him. Oh, he's 7K range. Sorry. I thought he was. Oh, good. yeah. Never mind. Okay, I think we're good. I think we've covered enough. Quagnus, did you want to tell us who you're clicking, or do you want to just surprise us? Or should we just optimize the most chalky lineup ever and then just have you play it. That's going to be his lineup anyway, that. probably. I could, I'll put that into the GPP for sure. The chalk? Yeah. Okay, so on the site that I have, I go, hold on, advanced. I'm trying to remove these rules. This looks really confusing. Reset. <laughs> oh, God. I spent two hours on it and I failed miserably. <laughs> Fucking that hell. looks really confusing. Okay, so here's their salaries. Okay, uh, now you go projected owned, optimize. Okay. Henley on Siwoo, Todd, Svensson, Putnam. But I already said that at the top. Like, you can't do that. You did. So you could do, for the ceiling, optimize by ceiling. If you're playing GPPs, why wouldn't you pick the ceiling, guys? Right. Correct. I don't know. Right. Because what happens is you get a Mark Hubbard, you get a Thagala, you get a Grio, and you're like, <gasps> and you like puke in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is, that is puke in your mouth. Where so then you go 50 50 projections and ceiling. That, then you go value. See, my problem is, is I go, cool, 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 cool. I love that idea. But what, where are you getting these projections from? What are the projections based off of? Don't question the solver. No, I know. So then I've just I've now gone down a little tiny rabbit hole, and I'm realizing, <laughs> oh, certain people have their own projection. Yeah, it's just it's just numbers people are making up. And then it's like, do they know anything? No. I yeah, I, I, I have a I have a hard time believing that the actual projections actually help you. I think For that sure. they just lead you to do what everyone else does, and then that hurts you. Yes, which is hilarious. Yes. Because they go, oh, this is the NBA. This is the NFL. I just press a button and I just enter it everywhere and I'm actually profitable. Yes. And that is not the way it goes. No. no. And then that's why you don't like us because we tell you that truth. I'm sorry. I'm telling you. Hard truths. Yes. Okay. Should we be done? Okay. This is a fantasy golf pod program. You need to like and subscribe. Hit those buttons on the YouTube, and that will help us. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we are live streaming on that platform for maybe one more week before we decide not to. Uh, so there you go. Um, Quagnus, good luck this week. Jish Swish, thanks for being here. Buy me sure, a coffee.com slash Jish Swish. Oh, our guy Ann, too, got us a like. Thanks, Ann. Boom. Too. Hey, it worked. See, they say I have to say it. 
or is it and or is it Andy Andy Whoa and and I'm not even gonna try. Screw, Screw the Solvers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, new fan. We Our like new you. friend. <laughs> Play it and get us out of here, right? Okay, sure. Ryan Moore. <laughs> I thought it was Jimmy Walker. I thought it was even close. <laughs> no, it's it's Alex Norn week. I can get on board. Will Zaltoris, Alex Norn. You're on your own after that. <laughs>